Let's talk about language and communication. Now, the language that we use day to day, the language that we use in our mind, has a huge impact on the way that we think, the way that we act, and the way that we feel. And in turn, the the way that we think, act, and feel has an impact on the language that we use. And as you may know, also the the language that we use and the way we communicate with our chosen words also have an effect on others as theirs do on us. Now, our language is what defines us from all other animals and on, on Earth. We, we can't think without language, at least not in a conscious way. And when you experience something like a problem or a challenge, you may wonder why did this happen to me or how do I get through this or if you experience something that was enjoyable you may find yourself saying to yourself that that was that was amazing you know that was good and those thoughts clearly occur using language so therefore Language is an integral part of the process of thought as well as the way that we communicate and interact with others. And how we communicate through language is such a such a key area. Because what you say and how you say it can really influence, persuade, or affect other people in different ways. Now, you need to listen very clearly to what is being said, to notice the style of phrases and the chosen words used by other people. We often hear what people say, but we don't always listen. And a majority of the time when someone's actually talking to us, we are too busy waiting to reply with the answer we have already made in our head. Or we are working out what to say, or waiting for them to stop so we can say what we want to say. And that actually prevents us us from listening you know really listening and connecting with what that person has to say and this can really result in misinterpretation now style of language often occurs unconsciously and communication can really be enhanced when 
people use similar styles. And by this I mean language patterns. And these are known, especially in NLP, as metaprograms. These develop throughout your life. Now, different life experiences, they will often change how you use these patterns. And through the words used, language patterns indicate how people perceive and interpret situations. For example, some people like to hear the bigger picture. They like to hear a, a brief explanation, so the bigger picture. Whereas others, other people can prefer prefer to know all the, the minute, the smaller micro details of something. Now this is known as chunking. Chunking up and chunking down. We all have set patterns of thought, pre-programmed ways of processing and reacting to experiences and whatever is going on around us. Now these, these allow us to quickly come to conclusions regarding our previous experiences and older situations in life without having to really consciously process that experience using rational thought. You see, our mind preserves energy, so whatever language pattern and the way you perceived experiences and situations when you were younger and growing up and repeated these, the mind will store them as a automatic habit and often as you may know that habits can feel like you have no control over your mind you know you might suddenly feel a certain way which is actually triggered off by certain thoughts certain language a certain story that you are telling yourself in your head so your mind sometimes automatically will revert back to a thought pattern that you're used to because this is what you have used more frequently within your life. So I want to just talk to you about those metaprograms I spoke of. Metaprograms are they are filters through which we perceive the world around us and people around us. Now when we know which metaprograms a person works to in whatever given situation you and they may be in, we can frame our communication accordingly. We can listen to the person specifically, not just the language they're using and the words they choose, but the way they come across, their body language, physiology, tone of voice, 
how anxious they may seem, confident or excited in certain things they're explaining. Once we watch out for all of these different things, it can play a huge part in having a successful conversation and helping that person and actually understanding what they are trying to get across rather than standing in your own way. example of different meta programs would be how two people might approach a, say an argument a person with what we call a moving away from strategy would be likely to find any way to get away from the conflict now the other person may have a complete different strategy what we call a moving towards strategy and this would be more likely to head towards a specific goal perhaps of finding an amicable solution to the conflict or maybe just trying to get his or her point across without regarding difference between the two is that when you are moving away from something you never know what you may back into I just want you to remember that meta programs they are unconscious filters that people will have developed to allow them which they believe is the way that they're going to handle and respond to the high level of information and stimuli that they receive every moment of the day. You see, after all, humans aren't computers. I mean, you know, thankfully. But you can't process every single piece of information that comes to you from all your senses at any one given time. So our mind has filters to allow certain information in that we believe will help us make decisions that will serve us. We know this on an unconscious level, not a conscious level. And when you begin to become aware of this, and when you change these filters, it can dramatically change how you approach situations and dramatically change how you perceive the world and people around you. Now these meta-programs are patterns of motivation and working. They drive and help you decide where you put your attention and your focus. They help you decide what you respond to in there so you can automatically and you know you can feel what motivates you you see these meta programs they they shape how you interact with the people and the environment around you they, they, <coughs> sorry <coughs> they are your preferred way of thinking and operating now these patterns and this filter run 
happens behind the scenes. And just like, let's say, computer software, they can run and be automatic, but you most likely don't even realise they are there. In order to appreciate the actual role of metaprograms, it's essential that we understand the relationship between our perceptions, our thoughts, and our emotions. For example, if our perceptions of the world and things and people shape our emotions, what shapes our perceptions? Now the latest research, this suggests that what shapes our perceptions is that they are filtered and re-evaluated according to our previous experiences, according to our beliefs, our values and our knowledge. <coughs> in building the rapport, in building that rapport and that connection between, between us and in communicating a lot more effectively. People with similar language patterns often show similar patterns of behaviour. Now for the metaprograms to be effective, you have to use words and phrases appropriate for the other person, you see. You need to adapt to the other person and not necessarily to how you need to hear something, but how that person needs to hear something. So saying the right thing in the right way at the right time. And again, like anything else, this, this takes practice. And the more you do something, the more you try something, which you can incorporate this to your everyday life just to test it and see how it works for you. Now here are some examples of the numerous meta-programs. It can be sort of time orientation, in time or through time, options, procedures, moving towards or away from something, being proactive or reactive, an internal frame of reference or an external frame of reference, a specific or general way of looking at things as we spoke of chunking, chunking up and chunking down, which is like more of a global detail or such a minute detail. And so really a general and specific pattern, a general and specific metaprogram pattern determines how people operate at their best based on what is for them the right amount of information. So 
it defines what scope of information they work with more effectively in terms of understanding and communicating, being general or more specific. So some people will just need a short bit of communication on what they may need to do at work or something, but then another person may need specific minute detail of things to be able to feel more confident and ready. You see, one case study showed that some people feel at home when dealing with details and other people feel at home when they're dealing with the bigger picture. Now me personally, I'm I'm sort of well known among my friends for not reading instructions, avoiding details, and when I've been asked to proofread a document, I often may miss small detail or maybe small errors because my mind is looking at the bigger picture. And I really love abstract conversations, but I like to connect in detail. By contrast, you know, we have different metaprograms for different areas, and the way we find this out is by listening, not waiting to answer, but by actually listening to the way someone speaks, along with watching their body language and the way they deliver the communication. When we understand how a person is feeling and how they need to be communicated to, it can really change everything in our life because a lot of the time we're trying to get across what we want to say in a way <clears throat> in the way that we personally need to hear it but we need to understand that we need to speak to someone through their filters through their perceptions and the way they need to hear it and be careful with our physiology our tone and body language so we can adapt it to make them feel more comfortable and help build that rapport because people, they will remember the experience and how you made them feel. The same with within sales. People will often base it on how, on the experience and how they feel. Now, one of the best ways to identify someone with a, a general pattern is to bombard them with a lot of detail you see and they'll soon let you know because it usually drives them crazy and they love abstract con concepts and they have difficulty following a sequence step by step because they tend to process things all in one go so they don't usually tend to offer much small chunk information 
repeating, repetition what they're saying and can sometimes miss out important small details. People with a specific pattern, they love detail. They feel satisfied when they have successfully dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's, as the saying goes. They sometimes don't see the wood for the trees. And they deal with things step by step and convince themselves by maybe repeating these steps and asking again instead of taking it all in at once in one go and going off with confidence. And the difference is that with a procedure, there are points where another route can be taken. If you interrupt someone with a specific pattern when they're telling you something, they may usually need to start from the beginning again. You know, some people, when they tell you this, this is quite interesting. Some people you might find when they tell you their phone number, some people can tell you individually, but some people need to follow the pattern and they need to say the same amount of numbers each time, otherwise they won't remember. And there may be a pause because they're trying to start again in their head and then they'll continue where they left off because they use that same pattern all the time and if they change that it's different for them and they follow a sequence which unlike the procedures pattern they don't deviate from communicating with people who have a general or specific pattern um, you'd need to you see people with a general pattern prefer it when you keep the detail to a minimum they like an overview of what you're trying to convey, what you're trying to tell them. They move conversations onto different different topics in preference to discussing details on a smaller level. And when you're communicating with someone with a specific pattern, it helps if you use words such as precisely or exactly. Present information in a linear step-by-step way and these conversations are likely to be long and drawn out to cover all the detail you see to influence people more effectively use approaches that have meaning for their general or their specific pattern so for general people words in summary the overview essentially main concept, the important thing is the big picture and in brief. So those are the words you may use for general people. So you would use words again such as in summary or the overview, essentially or the main concept or the important thing is or the big picture brief. Now your style would be an overview, the bigger picture, it can be in random order and just generalize. And the advantage of this is um, 
make a good strategist or concept creator. So you can be can be generate with big ideas, but the disadvantages are they may appear to have their head in the clouds and may feel comfortable holding a detailed conversation. Frustration with details can result in too many ideas and little execution as they're so focused on the smaller details more often than the actual getting it done and the execution of it. And for specific people, the words you would use are exactly or in detail, specifically, precisely, and step by step, on plan, and also firstly and secondly. And the style you want to go in detail, sequences, exactness, be precise, and go to the specifics. And the advantages for specific people there very very comfortable working with details and excellent at spotting small mistakes. They cope very well with a large document and small print and it makes them feel at home. Some of the disadvantages though, they may be that they can get bogged down in detail. They work away happily even though the purpose may have changed and may be perceived as pedantic or very pedantic so I hope that's helped in some way of understanding and how actually words and style different people need to hear different ways of explaining and communication now adapting your own preference for amount and scope of information to others has strong impact. Give less or more detail than you usually would if that's what someone else needs to hear. Start off a conversation with someone and use that to just find out whether they they need to be more precise, discuss step by step to feel more confident to feel more comfortable with you to rebuild to build that rapport or whether they need to just hear a bigger picture and go off and that helps them to feel more confident because when you start going into too much detail with these people their mind can wander off and you can lose them but if their meta <coughs> meta program is to receive things in a bigger picture, chunking up, then you need to globalize and just get down to the point in a brief conversation. So give less or more detail than you usually would if that's what someone else needs. In that way, you you experience more successful in persuading training and instructing someone to do something you see you 
want to build a rapport with someone, you want someone to feel comfortable, and you can use this within your career, within general life, make someone feel comfortable. And when they begin the conversation, listen, listen out for specific words they use and their body language and how they are portraying across. You see, and you want to listen because therefore you can actually help that person more efficiently and effectively and help you more efficiently and effectively. Because everybody learns differently. Everybody sees the world completely differently. We all have our own way of personal development, of understanding and certain words trigger off certain thoughts that can blur our mind and disrupt communication. And then a lot of the time that the well, the actual the language you, with, that we use is only really about 7% of communication because if I could say to you oh well done well done you see or I could also use the same words again in a different approach use different just the tone of my voice and the way I say it like oh well done you see the communication we don't always say it the way we mean to say and also, the other person doesn't always interpret it and hear it the way we're trying to say it. You see, and I can control complete different outcomes by just changing my tone and the way I come across. So again, if I said, oh, well, well done, well done. Or if I said, oh, well done. Exact same communication, the exact same words, but they mean two complete different things. And they can change your state for the rest of the day. So it's important that we actually focus on our communication and our tone and the way we come across our physiology because that is what will control the other person's feelings and we need to relate to that person so it's just spending a little time listening to that person and really understanding their filters how they see things whether they need to hear more detail or they need to be told and left to their own capability and also just remember that Sometimes we, you know, we just try to get a conversation across that we don't actually know how it sounds because we want to just get our point across. Sometimes we can talk over people and our voice can go louder or quieter. These are all things that we just need to be aware of which can completely change the way we persuade help or upset people you see and if if we really delve into communication and language it it affects everything because we think in language we talk in language 
language we use decides the way we feel about ourselves and about others and about situations. When we think and overthink things in our head, the language we are using is controlling the way we perceive things that are happening. And often if you receive a text or someone says something to you that you interpret, you misinterpret, you interpret wrong, you will go over it in your head, usually the negative aspect, because once we are unsure and we think we are either being threatened or attacked, having an attack on our person inside that we blow everything out of proportion and we use language in our head to convince ourselves that the situation is worse because we are trying to convince ourselves that we are right. So we make the situation a lot worse in our head and then we may go and talk to other people about it and because we, we it doesn't really sound as bad when we just say it, we have to emphasize how we feel <clears throat> we then make it sound a lot worse than it does to others and each time we do this it's convincing ourselves and make us feel even worse so communication and the language you're using is very crucial in helping others but you must evaluate the communication you're using within yourself in your mind because if you you don't you don't love yourself if you are against yourself when you talk to yourself or if you are being upset with things around you and convincing yourself in your head that you know it's against you and you can't do anything about it that will trigger off the thoughts and feelings and then we are governed by the way we feel so this episode it may sound very different and you may not have understood what I was saying but I really hope that I managed to deliver this ironically using the correct communication for you and again if you ever have any questions help with anything you can find my email send me an email and listen out for my other episodes because I'm trying to touch down on mental well-being and that's not necessarily just all the negative things that are going on within we can remove that and we can work on that but within mental well-being we also want to move forward to live our best life it's not just about dealing with problems it's about living our best life feeling the best we can we don't just want to wait until we hit rock bottom to change certain things we want to continuously train our mind like we would train our body so in the future we can overcome the challenges and the feelings that we come across and we are equipped with resources and the knowledge to overcome and neutralize our weaknesses thank you ever so much for listening to this and i look forward to being with you on our next episode